It's the Q Review Season 2. Welcome back to another episode of the Q Review. And LGBTQ. Spotlight. Oh, another spotlight. And this time around, it's it's a big kahuna. And if you've seen any of his videos, I'm not talking about maybe his midsection. <gasps> I am talking about maybe his clout within the LGBTQ and just music in general, uh, independent uh, music in general, especially in the lovely City of Angels, Los Angeles. That was a long lead up. It Who is it? The one and only Bronze Avery. <laughs> Oh my, we need to save up for pyrotechnics. Apparently so. Bronze so spot- deserves more than that. Oh wow. Our spotlight is Bronze Avery. Absolutely. And why did and tell me about Bronze Avery. Okay, first of all, Bronze Avery is one of the few independent artists out there that is making continuous and I would say very it's top tier level music that he is making. And he has yet to get recognized in a mainstream level. What Um, is the deal? I don't understand what the deal is. His music is good. What he's producing and what he's putting out is at the same level as so many artists that are on the radio. But he's not receiving the recognition or and he's not receiving the same kind of attention that a lot of artists do. Nothing against other artists that are out there, but... It's at the same level. And, you know, he's he's very creative and 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 very I would say he's smart in how he's crafting his music. The music is good, the beats are good, all everything that's going into it, the production, everything. He's above board as an artist. He's not, you know, scrimping on things and he's not trying to pass himself off as anything. He's a legitimate professional artist and he's putting out top tier quality music that you would be picked up anywhere around the world Mm. but yet but yet again i don't know why but that's why we love him and that's why we really want to put him in the spotlight because he deserves to actually be heard and he deserves he is being heard but not to the extent that he needs to be heard all right so the lights are on bronze avery this episode yep where are we starting we are going to start few years back we always like to go back in time. i like to go back in time it's nice yes, to see where you're they a very start linear from. musical i know thinker. i know i know um i like to see where they start and i like to kind of like look at the progression of the early know, days the massy artist yes. um, see the growth. and i would say that any of these artists when you know when they think about where they started and you know the first songs that they kind of put out they would kind of look back at that and they're like oh my god no right maybe some wouldn't maybe some wouldn't at the end of the day they got to where they are currently from starting at, at the beginning. At the beginning. And the beginning is a good place. All right. So the beginning for bronze is... So we're going to go back, back, in back in time, just a couple of years, not too, too long, to uh, around October 2017 and a little ditty called Leave Together from the one and only Bronze Avery. <laughs>
is you When you look at me like you do Eyes are good but hands make it better Smoke filled room, the flashing lights Cup in the hand I create tonight Do you feel it too? Cause I know you do Me and you at that time of night I won't stop till I get this right fantastic voice yep the production quality is incredible this could if be... you heard that on the radio you would you would not be shocked no, you no. wouldn't say like oh my god that's a DIYer no you wouldn't you wouldn't no. think that at all yeah I mean so it really kind of stuns me sometimes how his level of quality that he's putting out is not being heard by a larger audience it really does stun me why is Bronze Avery not on the radio? Well, and not just Bronze, but I mean other artists. But I oh, mean, yeah. I, Bronze is an artist who I, it does surprise me when I think about if this was if, if Bronze was on the uh, you know putting out music, say in the '90s, and not just right now. It wouldn't even I don't even know if it would have even been thought about. I don't know if it's the music or if it's if it's just that we're saturated with so much because of technology because everybody can do this kind of thing that it's uh, keeping certain artists from being heard but I don't oh, no. understand I don't have an answer for it in a strange in, in, in a real weird sense he's an artist that I, I look at and I say oh he's maybe unreachable um, because he seems to be at a different level than he is but then you easily can reach out to him and he does respond and you know he's busy too he's doing lots of things and everybody he's uh he's involved with is is working and, and we working talk, you you have mentioned this a time or two before yeah. about him about people being reachable yeah and so why is that such a big point that you bring up uh, because i think that what happens is that social media and technology like social media specifically gives the impression that an artist is maybe larger than life more so than they actually are not to say that they're not doing good work or not to say that they're not popular but because social media can give a very kind of weird and skewed representation of people sometimes they look as though you couldn't ever actually have a conversation with them and meanwhile you can actually do that because most of these artists are willing to do it and willing if they have the time and if they're not inundated with you know i mean people's dm boxes over explode sometimes right yeah objects in the mirror are closer than they appear yeah it's a little bit like that yeah it's a little bit like that um, i mean social media let lets people think that they can reach out to anybody yes and i think there's pros and cons to that there there 100 is 
I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I don't think, know how I feel about your comment. Well, I'm, I'm I, thinking on it. It's it it is one of those things that you have to kind of and this is when I kind of started right and I said I looked at an artist and I said oh there's no way that they're ever gonna have a conversation with me because social media gave them the impression gave me the impression that they were unreachable right, right? they're unattainable not un- not unattainable but that's the wrong word but like unreachable that they weren't gonna see my message. Or they're so they look like they're so busy, or they have so much going on that they would never ever have the time to have just a general conversation. But here's the thing I think about: is anybody who's gotten back to us, mm-hmm. I feel is, regardless of whether or not we believe them to be big stars or they're not stars, they're real people. They're very real people, and they are keen to talk about their music. Completely, they're keen to engage. Yep. And I think that's the big issue. I don't think it should be, oh, they're bigger than life, so I have an expectation about them. I right. think that is that is the big challenge, is that social media has given us an expectation about how we will interact with people. It's sometimes it makes me wonder if somebody like Laurence Avery, by, by the general public, is deemed as, oh he's bigger than he is or, or he's well taken care of that we don't have to worry about that you know yeah. like that kind of thing it's like when you're dialing it's like oh everybody loves that person on I American don't need Idol. to vote exactly right exactly <laughs> yeah. that I don't need to vote they're they're well taken care of well meanwhile no this artist is out there working their ass off so that you will pay attention that you will listen to the music and that you will engage with them but some maybe some folks are kind of going, oh no, they're well taken care of. They're you know they have people working on stuff or whatnot. Double so, edged sword. Yeah, it kind of is. All right, but so we are we are paying great attention to Bronze Avery this we are. week. We are. And so what's the next song we're going to listen to? We are going to listen to another one. It's a little bit older, not too too much older, but uh, it is uh, from the earlier days. And we're going to listen to Secrets by Bronze Avery. <laughs> We keep it secret, but I can keep it Let's uncover the truth Won't go unnoticed, I lose my focus When you walk in the room Don't even care, wherever you go I'll always be there, I'll always follow Always follow. Oh, I'm here. 
Bronze Avery and mm-hmm. it was a little softer and it was nice it was a it's a it's a relaxing song and it kind of shows a little bit of a different side to him his musical style but again I can't help but mention the fact that someone has incredible f- vocals like I almost swore there again like seriously like he's got a, an incredible facility in terms of his vocal style and his vocal ability the sound of everything the music that he's kind of putting together and, and putting out there is no reason why this isn't on every radio station yeah and he is a big supporter too of other artists is he not oh my god he's a huge supporter uh there is a group that's in los angeles that really help and support one another bronze avery's partner uh jesse which uh is is a photographer and yeah. he's often in the videos and and another and they are in other people's videos i mean bronze and, and jesse um were in carlos vara's uh confidence video right um and have shown up in in other spots in other videos so i mean they're they're big supporters and they're willing to kind of put themselves out there and and bronze especially is willing to put himself out there to kind of help out the rest of the artistic kind of like community and and other musicians our good friend elliot jones uh is good friends (laughs) i love that we said i know our good friend (laughs) he is our good friend he's a good canadian boy but he's you know our, our buddy uh elliot is good friends with bronze and Justin and Sean Binder, who I've recently spoke to about his work as a video director, also uh, is really good close friends with Bronze Avery and, and that whole group. They tend to, and from my understanding, Bronze is a bit of the den mother, I think, mm-hmm. of uh, all the all the artists and all, all the, the guys. And I think it just kind of speaks to who he is as a person and as an artist. And I think it comes through in the music that he's probably genuinely somebody who's looking out for the others and really trying to kind of like push through. And The thing that I would draw on is your conversation with Frankie Cote. Yeah. Heard... Everyone can win if Everyone they work can. together. Yeah. There is there is an opportunity to hear the many voices of song. I always like to ask artists about who they collaborate with and and who they would like to collaborate with because I do think that in the independent world that those collaborations are really important. Uh, I think that there's um, strength in numbers and there's also creativity in the numbers and and when they kind of get together, you can. Everyone can win, just like yeah. Frankie did say, and uh, he's a very wise man. Wise man. Uh, very wise man. And we're part of the herd. Every YouTube. We still haven't gotten the, the t-shirts. I know. Um, Frankie, come. t-shirts, herd, come on. But I think that Bronze and his group in in Los Angeles is their own version of the herd, right? Um, They are creating their own kind of group. And and that also includes, you know, folks like Davey boy, who's around uh, and, and I've seen pictures and of Davey out with um, a lot of these uh, other artists, as well as like Jared Gelman, you know, so they're, they're all working together. They're, they're doing a lot of things together. Elliot, 
Bronze, Jared, like they're they're all kind of working together, and I think that's really great to hear um, and to see that happening. And them I think, supporting one another, yeah, completely, absolutely. What a little community that has formed. I know. I kind of want to go and just have a visit and just sit and have a have a spot of coffee and tea. That's you know. not what you want. I know. I want wine. So what's up next for Bronze? So we're going to get into some good stuff with Bronze. With one of my favorite videos uh-huh. by uh, an, an artist in general. Uh, regardless regardless of uh, whether or talk. not they're... Of, uh, regardless of whether or not they're independent. Regardless of whether or not they're LGBT. Oh my. Just one of my favorite videos in general because I think it's so smart. And Sean and Binder and I talked a bit about this video in uh, the episode that uh, we, we did together. And it's want to. Basically, it's the gay male version of whatever of the same kind of video that we typically see put out but it's normalized uh for a gay male audience and i think it's super smart and i think the song is fantastic and i think that they just did a great job with this video and and the song that it's it's the complete package all right want to bronze Bronze avery
that video. They are not unfit, that <laughs> is for sure. The reason I like the song and the video is because, the video especially is because it normalizes things that typically are not normalized. For those who have never seen the video, you should go and watch the video. Um, it is about uh, a male dance class, jazz, ballet, whatever it is, um, with a male dance instructor. And there is a flirtation between the essentially the lead dancer and the, the instructor, the choreographer. As there always is. Exactly. But usually it's a male choreographer and a female dancer and an all-female class. So they're all dancing, and then there's a little bit of tension between uh, the choreographer uh, or instructor and and the lead dancer, right? So there's that thing. So what they did was basically turned it around and normalized it. They didn't go over the top. They just did it exactly like what you would see in a heterosexual version. It's just it happens to be I all can feel men. the tension. Yeah, the tension was there. The tension it. was there. And... You know, so I think that's really smart, and I think that's really great to do. There's a lot of, of, of young male dancers out there, but it's just also, you know, when you... Sometimes when these kinds of videos are done, the spotlight becomes so big, it's, it's almost kind of like, we are letting you know, we are talking about sexual tension between two men. And in this case, it's just, it was the music that took the front stage... We don't see it that much. That, yeah, that's that's true. why I think that, uh, I, to me, it's a really smart video, and I, it's one of my favorite ones, like I said, of, regardless of the, the genders involved or the sexuality. It's just that, yeah, this is great. You're normalizing it just the same way as it would be any other regular mm-hmm. video. And so is that why it is your... No, because you said it, it's not just because it's LGBT. No, this it's is just, your favorite video ever. Not not ever, but oh. it's one of my it's one of my favorites in the sense that because it's just a very smart approach to right. this style of video. Gotcha. Um, it's not over the top. It's just r- right straight to the point. It's it's sure. it's a dance video, right? There you go. Yeah. So what's up next from Bronze? So up next is a very uh, fun song, again with a fun video to it. He has got many facets. He does, he does. And that's, I think, one of the great things about Bronze Avery is that he does have many facets to him. Very fun video and, and, and song. The video really brings the song home because it is done in a very hand cam kind of at home Friday night. The guys are getting together, Ooh. but the difference is the guys getting together, it's not like the typical guys, but it is their group of friends and just having fun. And it's a real look behind, kind of peek behind the curtain of this group of friends right. that are, are part of uh, the Bronze Avery world. Okay. What's it called? It is called Spilling Out.
unlike any slumber party I've been to. <laughs> uh, it's We never get matching robes. No, and I feel like we maybe we need to get those robes and some white tank tops, and we need to, to do our own version of it. I'm not really um, a tank top wearer, well, but sure. That's all right. We, we have enough people who would, would get into a video like that. Uh, oh. What's really nice about that, what's... It's kind of like a peek behind the, the, the curtain at just basically friendships, right? And how not every gay male relationship has to be sexually charged. A lot of it's just about friendships and a lot of it's about family and, and creating their own family. And that's exactly what that video is about. Song is great. Like the the song itself on its own is fantastic. It's a, you know it's a really good upbeat song. Um, there's a whole lot going on there that to enjoy. You could kind of be out dancing at it or just driving in in the car down the the, the highway with it. It's a lot of fun. Um, but then you add the video in and you're like, yeah, this is kind of like a real a really interesting view of male relationships from the gay perspective where there isn't any sex involved. They're just having fun. They're just being goofy and enjoying themselves. It's a lot of twerking. A lot of twerking. Well, I mean, there's some junk in the trunk there that people are working <laughs> with, and God love them. They they have that to work with, and it's just fun. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a fun romp kind of video directed by Bronze's uh, partner, Jesse, as well as Sean Binder, and edited by Bronze. Ooh. So, and then... Multi-challenging. You know, exactly. And their their friends are in there. Elliot's in there and, and some other folks. And I think that it's just a lot of fun. And it's done that kind of VHS-style, handicam kind of way, which is kind of like really on trend right now that people are enjoying and like kind of like the throwback to the video style. So it just kind of gives you almost that nostalgic feeling of a video so it's pretty cool nice uh, job uh, yeah and i think he was really smart and kind of going about that way i think that bronze avery probably has a really distinct point of view of who he is as an artist and what he wants to put out there as an image and you know worked with everybody to create that so i think it's pretty dang cool all right so what's the final song from bronze so we are going to listen to one of his most recent songs. Mm. And regardless of the title of the song, it is in no ways messy. The song is called Messy, but it is not messy. It gets pretty it's pretty sharp. So it's a great tune and I think that people will enjoy it. And if you haven't heard it yet, I think that you're going to enjoy what you're about to hear. Secrets, would you still keep mine? If I skip the tide, would you pick up mine? If all of my bags fell on you, would you carry it like I always do? If I ever got a little bit messy, if I could even let me, would you go off and leave me? Would you go off and hate me? Could even let me Would you go up and leave 
cool sense. Yeah, like I think that um, I, not to sound like I'm going over the top about Bronze Avery. Too late. I know it's it's easy to do, but I just think that he's got a sound that is just synonymous with mainstream radio and good pop. I do. I do, I, yeah. I think he has that that edge, that level of really solid pop music. I, I, I look at who's nominated for various different awards and that kind of thing, and I, his name should be in there for for contention at times. Like, the music is good. Yeah. It speaks for itself, and I, I, I don't understand. But not to say I'm on a crusade, but I would say that, you know, whenever it comes around that, you know, when people ask me about who are really influential artists that are out there, his name always comes to mind right off the top of my head. Well... If you are looking to find out more and listen more about Bronze Avery, you can always check out keyreview.ca. We've got some stuff there. And always check out Bronze Avery on social media. Uh, It's just at Bronze Avery uh, for the most part. But if you just search Bronze Avery, he will come up. He will. And you should listen to him. You should check out his videos and all of his wonderful friends. But I, I truly believe that at some point in time soon, the, the ceiling is going to crack for him and he's going to get the mainstream, the mainstream play that he should have been getting uh, for a while now. All right. So I'm there for it when it happens. Yeah. But Re- check him out. Until then, keep checking him out. Absolutely. Because right. he's worth it. All right. You know what time it is. It's that time. It is. It's time for Dishing with Dougie. A little Dishing with Dougie. It's Dishing with Dougie. Dishing with Dougie. Okay, so as alt-rock guys, what do you think it's going to take for music to turn around so that the queer alt guys are going to feel like they're going to be able to have that ability uh, just like anybody else in, in their own genre? Well, it's interesting because if you actually look at alternative rock's history, in the 80s, it was filled with queer people. In the 80s, alternative rock really was alternative (laughs) to the mainstream. It was people that didn't fit into Top 40 radio. It was the kind of people that didn't fit on MTV. You know, it was people like the B-52s and Michael Stipe and Morrissey and even some of the popular ones like the Pet Shop Boys and Erasure. All those acts were queer. Even some of the hardcore bands like Husker Du, Bob Mould and Grant Hart were the two main singer-songwriters and both of them were gay. In its original form, alternative rock was very queer. And then it started to shift in the 90s when grunge broke. And we started seeing queerness kind of disappear a bit from alternative rock. But we ended up gaining two things as kind of compensation for that, which was one, we had white, straight, cis men using their platform to try to fight racism, sexism, and homophobia, whether it was, you know, Scott Weiland wearing the dress on stage during sex type thing, saying this was an anti-rape song, or Eddie Vedder writing on his arm, you know, pro-choice, or Kurt Cobain going on a whole rant in his liner notes for Incesticide saying that homophobes, sexists, and racists need not apply to their fan base. So even though queerness was disappearing from the genre, you had white straight men kind of using their platform to try to influence their listeners you know, to be more accepting. And we also saw a lot more women start to come to the fore in alternative rock during the 90s, which was great. 
you know, everyone from like PJ Harvey and Troy Amos to like Shirley Manson and Gwen Stefani and Dolores O'Reiden and Tanya Donnelly and Courtney Love and Alanis Morissette. And that was really great. The end of the 90s, get Lilith Fair, but Lilith Fair had this really unfortunate side effect where it started to segregate women from men on alternative rock stations. And they started creating separate stations for women that didn't end up lasting that long. And so all of a sudden, by the end of the 90s, these women didn't have like an outlet for their music. And then you started seeing the onslaught of new metal, which, in my opinion, ruined everything. You know, <laughs> bands like Limp Bizkit and Kid Rock and everything, they are the antithesis of what alternative rock was supposed to be about. In fact, I actually think it's worse than hair metal because it's music that's not only sexist, but sounds really like mean spirited, like at least... Motley Crue and Poison enjoyed having sex with women. That's not something I'm too sure about with Fred Durst or the lead singer of Puddle of Mud. <laughs> um, <laughs> in a lot of ways, alternative rock, in my opinion, really just like turned to shit at the turn of the millennium. And new metal was a big part of that. Even though the genre has recovered slowly but surely, queerness has been so absent from it for so long that people don't remember anymore that queerness was part of the foundation of the genre when it began. Want to know more about what Dougie has to say? Check him out online at www.dougiestyleclub.com and on Twitter at DougieStyle4. Out this week! Out this week, we have brand new releases and some really high-profile ones. We are looking at brand new Anne-Marie with her new song, Birthday. We've got new Halsey from the Birds of Prey soundtrack, An Experiment on Me. Brand new Green Day, Meet Me on the Roof. Vincent is back with some Save Myself. Leopold is out with Missing You. And Rabble, Hurts Like Hell. Sufjan Stevens and The Unlimited. We've also got LaRue with Everything I Live For and Ryan Casada Extended Vacation. And pulling up, we've got Trixie Mattel with Gold, New Kesha, Cowboy Blues, Up in Flames by Caveboy. All this and more on the new Q Spotify playlist. We're leaving you today with a brand new release voted most likely to be overplayed and over-requested by Michael Madrano. And it is Run Like Hell from Jame and Michael Madrano. Brand new on the Q Review. Everything hurts again. I could hear you breathe on the line. So you call me a friend this time. But the runways on my back never lie. It's easy to catch yourself. It's easy to hurt yourself It's easy to run like hell mm-hmm. It's running around yourself It's easy to love what we used to Lay like we used to But nothing at all feels the same Calling me names that I'm used to The way that I knew you I'm trained 
you go Cause that's all that you've been I deserve good love 